What's funny is I don't even get a notification, and I don't know. Too, I screwed up again. I forgot to switch the scenes. They can hear all that, but uh, one of these days I'll do this right. We're live, pal. That's oh, live awesome. TV. Okay. All right. Obligatory audio check done. Like I said, welcome everybody to Down the Middle. We got a lot to talk about, but first, first big announcement is uh, you can't see him because we have John Cena on the podcast tonight, ladies and gentlemen. Round of applause. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. No, but we are joined. Uh, Hakeem, we invited Hakeem to join the podcast. We're going to try it out for a bit, and if he likes it and everybody else likes it, and he wants to, we can uh, stick around. If not, he's been a part of the chat for the past few episodes, and it was just like, might as well get him involved. Seems to Yeah, I really wrestling. loved it, the chat. That was pretty good. Like, when I first saw you guys, like I was like, I have to watch more. Actually, I'm curious, not to not to stroke our egos or anything, but uh, how, how, did you, how did you find us? Was it just randomly recommended on YouTube? Uh, I think it was. I think it was like a YouTube short. Oh, probably. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, YouTube, for all you who aren't aware, if you're on YouTube and you're trying to grow your audience, shorts are number one. Shorts are the number one way you're going to grow, particularly in the beginning, uh, because it's about the only way you get organic subscribers quickly. Ooh. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, brother. <laughs> what? <laughs> okay, so then another, well, not an announcement, but I'm going to pull a Tony Khan here. Oh, God, oh, no. <laughs> Are you going to come back to the stage and set a chair down and say you have an announcement? No, but I am going to tell you that next podcast, stay tuned for a major announcement. So I'm announcing the announcement. Now, I'm, uh-huh. not as, I'm not as bad as Tony Khan, though, because if, for those of you who know on Dynamite, last week he said stay tuned for Dynamite next week for an announcement, and he made an announcement that there's going to be another announcement in five weeks. He announced the event, but everybody knows that's not the announcement. Everybody knows what the announcement is, <laughs> but he just didn't say it. So, yes, in uh, two weeks... There will be a major announcement. I'll tell you fellas after we're live here, but the people, they got to wait. All okay. right. I've oh, had yeah. this nasty this last week and a half. Oh, dude, I've been sick for the past four days. It was rough. Like, like it's not, it's like, it's not nasal stuff. It's not like drainage or anything. It's just a cough that I can't get rid of. Sounds like WWE in the rock. <sighs> I have a lot to say about that. I was going to say, we may as well start there. Now, before we went live, Hakeem was telling me you were watching the, I don't remember what the hell they call it. Yeah, it was like the WrestleMania preview or kickoff yeah. or something like that. Yeah, the kickoff, the kickoff. So what was, I was watching as much Dynamite as I could before we started, and you said you were watching that. So what's what's what what's happening there? You said that there were, uh, they were booing. Uh... Yeah, the Rock came out and... Uh, Kobe came out later on, and he said he was going to announce that he's going to face Roman for the title instead of Steph now. And then, like, The Rock lost it, and he smacked Kobe. See, I had a feeling this was all a work. I, I really did. Uh-huh. Not, not initially, 
but I did kind of have a feeling that this was all, which. So you said Cody came out and said that he was announcing he's going to face Roman at Mania? Yeah, he is. That's what he said. He said he's going to uh, now face Roman instead of um, Steph. So, so, so is this maybe just a way to get a high profile match for Cody at Elimination Chamber? Winner faces Roman? I, no, 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 no. I think better yet. You remember WrestleMania 30? Daniel Bryan had to beat Triple H to go on later that night to face in the triple threat match against Batista and Orton, right? Ooh. What mm. if Cody forced to face Solo night one, and if he beats Solo, then he could be in the triple threat with The Rock, Roman, and Cody night two? Okay, that's actually better than the idea I'd come up with. Well, I and I say that because Roma doesn't technically have to get pinned. Rock Rock can take the pin. Roma doesn't take it, and Roma can say that he's still the tribal chief. Then you got built up for Rock Roman at like a Saudi show because you know that's what they would do is like a Saudi show, or maybe even Survivor Series something a little bit later down the year. To build it up yeah I, i'm gonna tell you what my idea was and I'll, I'll i'll be honest i'm biased i think my idea is better but that's probably i i totally like i understand why they would want to do what you just said it makes sense but from a story perspective i think my idea was better so and I, this is going back do what it wasn't it wasn't my original idea like i talked with a couple people and that wasn't my original idea but after what he just told me what happened on the kickoff show, that's the idea I'm leaning towards now. Because my original idea, I thought this was all a swerve for The Rock to be in it. Because the new WWE 2K24 game is coming out. And they have a new mode coming in, the special guest referee. It's not new, but it ain't been in the game for like 10 years. Oh, and, yeah, I'm like, right. well, and I'm like, well, they're really pushing the special guest referee thing. Mm-hmm. What if it's being a thing where it's Rock and Roman at the table for the contract signing? Roman quickly signs, and then Rock's like, but you didn't read the fine print. This isn't a match between me and you. It's between you and Cody. I'm the special guest referee. So that the Rock could keep the bloodline out of the scenario. See, yeah, you had told me that before, and I actually liked that. But I'm going to – we're going to go back in time to just after after the Royal Rumble. Okay. I understand, because I I was unaware of this at the time, but apparently The Rock was invited prior to the Rumble to join the WWE board. And Mm -hmm. he obviously he accepted. They gave him a metric shit ton of money. Like he they gave him a lot of money. He's board of WWE Inc. TKO. Yeah, I know. And you know what though? It makes sense. Which makes it easy because he owns XFL now too. It what makes it, it, it kind of makes it good in a way because like the Rock has a say so when it comes to storylines and stuff now. Mm-hmm. You got mm-hmm. Rock, you got Triple H already booking everything, and then you got the Rock with storylines. I mean, are we getting into a modern day Attitude Era ish? Maybe. And if, it is, and if it is, I'm okay with it. I don't I'm think okay. you're. Yeah, I don't think you're ever gonna go back to the Attitude Era per se. I think you can get something that AEW <laughs> said they were going to do, which was this isn't going to be cartoon kid wrestling. And then th- three years later, it it became cartoon 
kid wrestling with a lot of blood. So explain that. Um, <laughs> but so sometimes, what? Yeah, sometimes. Not every mm-hmm. time. A, cer- a certain person whose name rhymes with Loxley goes to the ring. Um, but anyway, so my my idea, I understand why you would want to integrate The Rock. I totally get it. But who better to elevate your new bullshit world title than The Rock? Not 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 throwing anything at Seth, but... There's only a handful of people that can lend credibility to a title right out of the gate. I I did think I kind of chuckled. Um, I can't remember. I think it was the Raw before this week. Yeah, it was when Seth was trying to convince Cody to go for his title, which made absolutely no sense. Um, and you know, Seth had said something like, "I've been the champion for two hundred. I don't remember like two hundred and sixty some odd days." And I thought to myself, "I'm like, yeah, that title's only been around for two hundred and sixty some odd days." <laughs> that that title specifically, yes, but it still's got the longevity of the past uh, world title holders. Yeah, holders. yeah, I I I know, but th- but think about this. You know, they kind of throw a swerve. I feel like with the Rock, though, they're throwing swerve for the sake of throwing a swerve. You don't need to drum up more interest for Cody versus Roman. It was there two years ago. <laughs> I mean, it was already there. Um, however, what you could have done, I guess you could have thrown a swerve if you wanted to, is, you know, you could have had Rock come out and you could have had the stare down with Roman to tease people, but then on Monday Night Raw, Rocky comes out and opens the show and, you know, and says, now I'm telling everybody, The Rock wants Roman Reigns, but Cody Rhodes did win the Royal Rumble. Which means he gets to choose. So right now I'm telling you, I've I've told Cody I want Roman, but I've also telling everybody here, if Cody chooses Roman Reigns, then I'm gonna take that title from Seth freaking Rollins. But what what I don't understand is go going back to what uh, Hakeem said about what happened at the kickoff show. That now he wants Roman. A couple of SmackDowns ago, he said he wanted Roman, but not at Mania. Yeah, yeah, he did so, that. So using the like how like like me and you do we we do our own like theory crafting when it comes to booking stuff, and sometimes mm-hmm. it kind of goes that direction. Like I've said all year about uh, Bailey going after EO's world title. Oh, we called but, that. We oh, and that I want to talk about that later because that was masterful. <laughs> The T we said it what was gonna happen. Like almost dialogue too. Like you called some of the dialogue. And um but like sometimes we can theory crap, but like with this world title picture with Roman, it's like we can maybe get one or two steps and then they get one or two steps with it, and then they backtrack three or four steps, and we're like, all right, we gotta rethink this. And then we gotta re theory craft everything again, but it's like but that's what you want. You like you want to come back for more because you're like you're curious. Like that's the kind of wrestling I like. Oh, like, I, I like, know. Like hey, you need to come back next week to see what's going to be said or what's going to happen because like wrestling over the past ten years or so has been kind of like you kind of tell what's going to happen. It's some it still kind of is like that sometimes where it's like 
hey, you know he's going to win, or hey, this is going to happen. But then you got times right now with the Roman things, like we really don't know what's going to happen. Well, and here that highlights the difference between WWE right now and virtually every other wrestling company in the world because you know what made me really want to watch SmackDown was that Cody and Seth promo. And Cody said, I'll think about it. I'm like, well, pff, I got to watch SmackDown now. I got to I gotta know if Cody's going after Roman because, like, we all want him to go after Roman, but they give just just enough doubt. It's it's like watching Dragon Ball. It's like, tune in next week. Let's see what Goku does. <laughs> less, less annoyingly so, but... And CM Punk has turned into Krillin somehow. <laughs> but to be honest, it kind of felt like a tag team also because I saw... Um, the Rock and Roman like walk out together, so it feels like it's going to be a tag team versus them, versus uh, Steph and um, Cody. Really, maybe at like elimination chamber? Well, no, couldn't do that. Maybe, maybe because... after. But see that. So I guess going back into like tweaking my idea a little bit. Let's say you set it because we all it was pretty obvious they were setting up Punk Seth at WrestleMania. More than but, likely, but Punk got uh-huh. hurt. So let's there's probably three or four people that could instantly give the world heavyweight title, the new one, credibility instantly. And those are CM Punk, The Rock, John Cena, and probably like Randy Orton. Yeah. And or or Brock Lesnar before. Yeah. I mean, before. Yeah. Before uh, before things. I think I think before, before the shit went down. Good thing I got my boots on. Ooh. Um, I think AJ could be thrown in that mix. For wrestling fans, yes. For the general public, eh. and that's not AJ's fault. But it's just the way he's being booked right now. That's true. That's yeah. true. That's one hundred percent true. And plus, unfortunately, it is the WWE World Heavyweight Championship, and AJ yeah. is not a WWE guy like he wasn't WWE made yeah not saying god he's been in WWE now for 20 20 no 2016 yes around there 20 yeah yeah, around there so almost 10 years you know so I mean I know (laughs) now he's a WWE guy and he's on record saying he'll retire in WWE although if TNA's still around and AJ just decides, you know what? Well, Scott Demore's not there no more now. <sighs> yeah, neither is Dixie, obviously. But <laughs> yeah, who who's who's running that now? I don't remember his name. I was uh, I was talking with my buddies about it last, actually, this morning when I got off of work because he watches TNA quite often, and I don't remember the name he said. I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I'm I'm not sure. Um... I was actually really, I was actually really good. I watched all the wrestling I could. The only one I didn't watch was TNA, and that is, I, I'm not being hard on myself. The only reason I couldn't watch it is because I forgot to change my DVR to TNA instead of Impact. No, I thought it would automatically switch, but it didn't. So, so I miss, I miss TNA, but I fixed the issue. Um, so yeah, my, my, I guess you could have had, let's say it goes to WrestleMania. Cody, Cody has to win the damn title. 
but let's say which Seth is injured anyway, so it would make sense. Seth's going to drop that belt. Yeah, because Seth's got to have a surgery. Yeah, I think it's going to be Seth and Drew. Uh, talk about lackluster. Which don't get me wrong, I love what they're doing with Drew, but it just hasn't been long enough. Yeah, I heard it. Well, it seems like it's going to be Seth and Drew. And then I've heard like three or four people tell me like, hey, I've heard Seth, Drew, Sammy. And I'm like, like what does Sammy have to do with it? I'm like, just because he's made a couple of saves? Well, way to prove Roman Reigns right. Which, by yeah. the way, his promo on SmackDown, <laughs> that was so fucking funny and good. Uh, Which one? Uh, the whole Yeah, Romans. The whole where he's like, you know, Cody, would you rather be the best number two or get another crack at number one? And, you know, making fun of Seth being like, all he's done is gone around here, prancing around in his wife's wardrobe, that kind of stuff. Like, oh, yeah, that was good. <laughs> the whole promo I, was great. Because uh-huh. it's it's because it's true, but <laughs> it's funny because it's true. No, and I mean, but now again, they kind of unintentionally buried Seth there because when Seth's giving his promo talking up the world title, everybody's thinking the same thing. They're like, well, but is it though, Seth? Is it the workhorse title? You know, because it does kind of seem like, and actually, I think Roman took the words out of my mouth. I don't remember what he said, but something along the lines of like the loser's line or something like that. It's like, you lose against me, then you go for that one. And he's right. Yeah, that's pretty much what he said today, too. He called it the loser's table or something like that. But that's pretty much what he said today. Yeah, and it's right. And it's WWE's fault that he's right. I would really love to see a situation where they just... I would love to see Rock wins that stupid title. Cody wins the universal title. Inevitably, that leads to Cody Rock. And whether Cody wins or Rock wins, I don't care. I want the titles unified because this two world title thing is just, I've never liked it. Even way back in the Ruthless Aggression era, although I will say it was a little bit more tolerable then. But this whole two titles for everything is just it's too much. It's, it's, um, it... I disagree. I, and I say, and I, when I say that, I say that because if you got one world champion, that one world champion has to defend it on both Raw, yes, and SmackDown. Mm-hmm. You only have so many other belts. You have your, your, your mid card titles, mm-hmm. and then you have your tag titles. Mm hmm. And at that point, you got so many people, not enough bang. You oh, I disagree. I, mean? I think it creates more bang because let's let's go back in time again. Back to the back to the territory days. How many NWA World Heavyweight Champions were there? Uh, you, it's 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 hard to compare it to that. It's hard. To not compare really. To- not really. And here's why. So take ECW before they went extreme. <coughs> ECW had a world title. However, the NWA title superseded it. But you have WWE, which is a global machine. The WWE champion is the de facto best, best wrestler in the world because they're the biggest company. And what the world heavyweight championship, what they're trying to make it is what the intercontinental title should be. 
That's what it should be. There should be a world title, an intercontinental title, maybe a U.S. title or the equivalent of like a TV title. Tag team championships. And I, you can have in a women's world championship. And I'm even cool with having a women's tag team championship. I'm fine with that. But don't do two. And there's, I would like to point out, there's only one women's world tag team championships. There's not two sets. Yeah, that's true. Because when you have two, and shit, aren't they still doing the undisputed tag team title belts? Unfortunately. So just make them one belt. Don't get sassy with me, Jake. I'll get, um, son, I know you had your coffee. I know you got your white girl coffee and you're all sassy right now. But <laughs> just just know I will, I will sass you right back. Girl, I will find out where you live, and I will. Pull I will. <laughs> I will sass you like Bianca gives sass to the women's locker room. You, you know what I'm talking it. about. I'm a Jade. I'm a Jade Cargill. You like Nia Jax? You're gonna Jade Cargill me like Nia Jax? That didn't make sense. It didn't come that, out of my that. That didn't make any sense at all. The, the, Brian, that's the problem. They're two different people. <laughs> It's like there's two different titles. That's like, I'm going to go for the world title. Which one? Hence, my point. And all you say is, ah, the dumb one. That doesn't mean anything. Oh, the world heavyweight championship. Okay. I just put my foot in my own mouth. Yeah, you did. Spectacularly so, though. So, bravo. <laughs> But I know okay. it won't happen, so I guess I'm 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 preaching to the wrong people because it's it's not gonna happen. That's that's like New Japan getting rid of a title. It's it's not gonna happen. Uh, you although, were talking about they have like twenty titles. Although yeah, didn't, they have a bunch. Didn't, didn't they just get rid of one? I feel like they, they just did. got rid of one. Probably one with the AEW because Eddie Eddie Kingston had one. That's right. But that that was the newest one they made, I think, that they integrated I, somehow with like the Continental Classic or whatever. It was the dumbest thing ever. They took the Ring of Honor World title, they took the New Japan title, and the Continental and made it all one belt. No, they didn't, because Eddie Kingston is still carrying around three belts. Is he? Yeah. That's not, that's not what uh, TK said. Well, TK lied, because I watched Eddie Kingston come out on, I want to say it was Collision. And they introduced him as the Ring of Honor World Title, the New Japan Strong Champion, and the Continental the AEW Continental Classic Champion. And he well, had three belts. I think TK misspoke because TK does not get to TK doesn't get to make the Ring of Honor World Title go away. Uh uh-uh, uh, not on my watch. I know he bought yeah. it, but I made I made that I made that a point to you about that. That's why I say that. I must have misunderstood you. Sorry, I just got a notification from uh, Sean Ross Sap talking about the Roman Rock stuff. Well, do tell. You gotta get, you gotta get the load. I may get video disconnected. Don't. Oh. Not disconnected, but video disconnected. I, I know, I know. Um, it says that Roman Reigns wants the Rock, but the Rock didn't throw me out of the Royal Rumble. And then, then it has like one of them signs that says CM Punk, like it came from CM Punk. It makes no sense. Why? Well, 
initially, I'm not going to lie, initially, oh, how would this be for a swerve? Initially, I thought that the CM Punk injury might be a work as well, although now I now I don't believe that because I literally was just like, fucking again? But um, Yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was a work completely. But oh, how, how would this be for a swerve though? What if What if it was a work? And you get CM Punk Rock at Mania. Oh. You get Punk Dwayne. Also, this was posted 30 minutes ago. It says, this is from Rock to Triple H. It says, fix it. Have him talk shit about our family again. And then Rock dropped the bomb right to Triple H. I do not know. I do not know. Did anything else of note happen at the uh, kickoff, Akeem? I saw like only that part. Uh, I think Rhea Ripley came out a little bit, and that's about it. Nothing really noteworthy. Um, CM Punk was there too. Big E. Yeah, yeah. CM Punk's still gonna be a mouthpiece, which is which is. Yeah, good. that's what he said. <laughs> he says mouth's not broken. No, and I think we should get CM Punk on commentary at Mania at the very least. <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely. Quite, I'm which quite I think is gonna happen. I was hoping there was one big table and Rock was at one table, one end of the table, and Roman was at the other, like the head of the tables. Uh, okay, so what else? So I guess we can talk about Bailey now. That the the one the one of the things that was masterfully done. Could we could go after go over uh, the Rumble and how uh, horrible it actually was, in my opinion. Really, you thought it, you was, thought it? it was bad, right? Okay, well, go go on. You made your bed, lie in it. Um, so I remember the match order, so you, we ain't got to look it up. Well, yeah, there was only four. <laughs> In my opinion, match of the night, women's started off. I agree. I agree. The yeah, women's world rumble here. was the match of the night. When I popped when Naomi came out. Yep. Because I didn't expect that. And then I popped when Jordan Grace came out because I didn't expect, I knew somebody from TNA was coming over. Because there was already talks about WWE talking with TNA, and here's my thing: Triple H has got a thing for other women. Don't don't count him out like no Vince McMahon, because you know he's got a thing for his women. And uh, then Jordan Grace came out, hot for it. Yeah, I was not expecting that. Although that pretty well solidifies my theory that WWE and TNA at least have a working relationship. And they do because mm-hmm. Naomi back over to TNA and supposed to do that was that was pre-taped so I thought the same thing at first okay interesting that's it probably was pre-taped before she started her contract with WWE yeah but still you're on TV they're trying to get all of the tapings out before she's seen on TV to make it make sense Mm. which is fair but I mean let's let's be real is it these days it's really not a big deal in my opinion, I, I I could care less. I mean, well, it's probably better because in, like people that don't immediately think like they just assume TNA's live. Like, oh, oh, Naomi's going to be on TNA and WWE. And if they were smart and and they were able to do it, they would start introducing her as Naomi on TNA tapings. But they've already taped it; it's irrelevant. Um, let's talk about funniest part of the night when our truth came out. Oh my God, that was the best part. That was so <laughs> And just when you think he couldn't get funnier, then when he comes out, and I, 
this was pointed out to me. Do you really, I forget what number he came out, but it was the same in both. So he legitimately oh, just, know. yeah. So he literally just made a mistake. He came out during the wrong. I don't remember what number he was 20 something, but uh-huh. that's, that's the number he came out in the men's Royal rumble too. You're trying to tell me that's a ring full of women. <laughs> and then and then when he comes out in the men's and he thinks it's a tag match oh my god i was rolling you uh, well that was funny um women's back to the women's there were there were quite a few jade I, for me personally which this is again i'm biased my biggest pop was jade and i knew it was coming we called that one yeah oh we called that one hard and actually I was legitimately surprised that Mercedes Monet didn't show up. And it looks like, and we'll touch on this more a little bit later, it looks like she's going to AEW. I'm all but certain now, thanks to TK's big announcement. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, well, I'm you surprised. know, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Because, like I said, Hakeem, I don't know if you're aware, but I have a, uh, I, I figured out AEW's formula for their uh, women's division. So when they oh, make okay. a, when they make a new signing, uh, particularly an XWWE uh, talent. This is essentially how it goes. They get a big introduction and a big pop when they debut, and they're 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 very popular for about two to three months. And in that time, they gain a fairly large male fan base. And then all, out of nowhere, if they didn't have it already, out of nowhere they start doing OnlyFans. It's the damnedest thing. And then they don't do anything after that. That sounds about right. Yeah, that's pretty true. <laughs> about eighty percent. I don't think Ruby Soho. I haven't looked. I don't think Ruby Soho is an OnlyFans, but she would be the exception. Well, no, I don't think Paige does either. Or oh, I'm sorry, Soraya. Uh, hers are free, anyways. Yeah, it was like she already did it before OnlyFans existed. <laughs> Getting a little too close to Vince McMahon territory here, so we're gonna dial it back. We're gonna dial it back, but um... damn you, Xavier Woods. <laughs> oh my god it was years ago but you remember when they when they brought that up on yeah. wwe tv i do remember that that shit was funny like i still think it was a bit distasteful but i think it was actually triple h bringing it up to him i think it was now that you mention it um uh-huh. <laughs> but anyway back to my point very disappointed um Ugh, that's a bummer. And I mean, I guess maybe, and this is probably true, Tony probably offered her more money. Like, I'm, I'm certain of that. But WWE doesn't need female talent. I think it's a case of, like, if they could get Sasha Banks back, they could yeah. certainly, mm-hmm. like, I mean, they can certainly do a lot with her. But they're not desperate for female talent. But frankly, neither is AEW, but... I have become a firm believer in the fact that Tony Khan is just collecting action figures. Yep. And yeah, I believe it. Yeah. And if he can get, he, he doesn't have a Sasha, Sasha Banks action figure <laughs> and he wants, he wants his Sasha Banks action figure so that he can, you know, do the Sasha Banks stuff, but not call it Sasha Banks stuff, call it Mercedes Monet stuff. And I'm not, Okay. So I did get, there was a lot of flack on that video clip I uploaded where I, which to be fair, I probably could have elaborated a little bit better. This is not reflecting in any way, shape or form negatively on Mercedes. 
Mercedes is fantastic. She's an asset to any company that she would go to. As we saw, New Japan's numbers went up. My point was, and somebody rightly called me out for it because I wasn't wrong, but I didn't explain my position properly. I wasn't dogging. I wasn't saying that Mercedes Monet didn't move the needle. What I was saying was, you can only move the needle so far depending on the size of, the, you know, the organization you're in. Mm-hmm. And face facts, WWE has the biggest machine, and the only reason Mercedes Monet, well, not the only reason, but the biggest reason Mercedes Monet is famous in the first place is because she was part of the WWE system. Yeah, I completely agree. And there's a reason why AEW is willing to pay more than WWE because WWE doesn't need that star power because they created that star power. Which, to be fair, AEW doesn't need... AEW really doesn't need to expand their roster right now. They need to utilize their roster better. But I get it because I'll I'll be honest. For different reasons, if I owned a wrestling company and I could get Mercedes Monet, I would get Mercedes Monet. Yeah. I would. But I would also be utilizing, you know, like my Britt Bakers, my uh mm-hmm. my Chris Statlanders, although is she injured? I hope no, not. I don't think she is. My, I would have utilized my Jade Cargill's a lot better. Yeah. Man, man when she picked Nia up and body slammed her over the top, the face that Becky made says it all. Yep. That's all I have to say. Yeah, like, and I, I'll tell you, boy, they made Jade look. They got big plans for Jade, as they should. It's like I never understood why people were hating on Jade Cargill. It's like, look at her. Yep. Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter if she can wrestle. She can learn how to wrestle. Yeah. What what did they used to say about Big Cass? He's seven feet tall. They can't teach that. You cannot teach what Jade Cargill has just genetically and through what I'm sure was a lifetime of grueling hard work and conditioning. And then the pop that they had when it, Bianca and Jade just had a stare down right in the middle. Oh, they're setting stuff up. Like Jade's, oh, her Rumble debut was fantastic. And it's obvious, and everyone like I, I had no illusion she wasn't going to win. We all knew Bailey was going to win, mm-hmm. which we called that one. <laughs> um, Liv Morgan coming back at number thirty was, eh? So I have a really here's here's a funny story about that. <laughs> I don't know why I got them confused. Actually, I do know why. It's because the laugh at the beginning of their entrances. I thought for a split second, I thought it was uh, Alexa Bliss. Alexa, yeah, I did too. I thought it was so Alexa. I'm, I would have much rather had Alexa. Well, but it was funny. It was was funny because I was watching it with my girlfriend and I went, oh, oh, because we like we predicted Alexa would come back. And she was Uh like, and my girlfriend's like, oh, you really like her? I'm like, oh, oh, no, it's Liv Morgan. I'm like, no, no, I like Liv Morgan, but like, that's not who I thought it was. I just thought I was right. (laughs) What's about time for that? Alexa to come back though, unless she'll show up at like Raw after Mania or SmackDown after Mania. Well, hey, you know she's as far as I'm concerned, she can take all the time she wants because she's got a baby and that's more important. Um, but obviously, EO one, not yeah. EO one. Yeah, but uh, I mean, we knew, we knew. Mm-hmm. Who else was going to win? Well, I think. Um, when Asuka and Kari Sane, or Kari Sane, 
whatever her name is, got eliminated. I think Oscar was supposed to happen. I think Carrie's was on accident because when she went over top and she planted her feet on the apron and like held onto the top of the, the ring without the ropes, like hanging on for dear life, you could tell in her face like she couldn't hold on for much longer. Like, like that was a legitimate, like she fell off and she wasn't supposed to at that second. I don't know. WWE, I don't know what, I don't know if they've been teaching classes or what, but WWE's gotten a lot better about being more believable in the, because like, like the facial expressions and whatnot, because the promo segment where Bailey ended up challenging EO, like on EO in particular, the acting was actually legitimately good. Like their, their reactions. And when Bailey's not looking at him, they're kind of like making fun of her behind her back. But then when she looks at him, they snap back. And then the reaction when Bailey dropped the Japanese, which, oh my God, whoever, whoever's idea that was, just absolute perfect A plus. I even know what she, do what? I want to know what she said. I don't know. She says something in Japanese. That's all you need to know. It don't matter. It does. Well, look it up on Google. Google's free. <laughs> 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 in place. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, no, I don't know. Could have a scary movie three moment. Just Honda Mitsubishi. <laughs> oh, I'm ashamed that I still laugh at that joke, but it was funny. But that's a classic. Women's match was great. Um, and then we had next. It Logan. was yeah, Logan Paul, Kevin Owens. Was it? Which was a hell of a match. It was very good. Which we figured. It was, one, it was one of them good for no reason matches. Yeah. <laughs> it was like it, it was like you knew going into it like it could be a real good match or it could be a real stinker match. But it was eh, just the only way was, that was gonna be a stinker match is if just either guy really just didn't care. Well at one point one point it looked like they wasn't working very good together and they were like they were stiffing each other. I think that's direction Mm -hmm. i you know what i think that is and i'll be perfectly frank i think to his credit i think logan paul wants to be viewed as a peer by that locker room and i think i think he's letting people know he's like hey lay that shit in don't go easy on me oh i don't know i think he's kind of scared because kevin owens was sending chops towards his way and like he started like like Hitting up real bad and like trying to block it like he didn't want to take him. Well, then probably, you know. But you know, to to you saw his chest after that match, right? Like, seen it. I seen it. I saw the handprints. But I'm not. I'm not going to discredit him. He's a damn good wrestler for what experience he does have. Listen, and this is again, this is something, and I'm not trying to discredit, especially to you, my friend, because you you were in the ring before. But WWE gets it. They get the fact that the the in-ring work is almost secondary. Like, you have to be able to do it. Yeah. But mm-hmm. there's a reason that Logan Paul is where he is. Like, true, he's a freak athlete, but the guy understands how to get over. You can teach somebody how to wrestle. If they're, if they're reasonably athletic, they'll, they'll be fine. Logan Paul's a freak, but... Trying to think of another, well, take Hulk Hogan. Like, he was a bodybuilder, but was he the world's greatest? Oh, actually, better example, Ultimate Warrior. Dude got gas before he got to the ring. 
Yeah. But how many kids had Ultimate Warrior t-shirts? How many kids had Ultimate Warrior action figures? Exactly. I still do. Exactly. exactly. That's that's my <laughs> point. So imagine though, imagine if you have somebody who is a just genetic freak of an athlete and knows how to talk and knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to tell a story. That, that, that's yeah. all. It, yeah. It's all about telling a story. And Logan Paul gets it. Logan Paul gets it, dude. And like even like his social media stuff with the U.S. title. I'm like, this dude just gets it. <sighs> he knows what's up. He knows what's up. And he, he knows how to make a crowd hate him. And he's okay with it. But he also knows how to make a crowd love him. Despite himself. <laughs> and then the, the finish was cool, too. It was actually kind of unique in a way. Yeah, I did not see that one coming. Like, you, you see the Brosnacks about to be thrown into the ring, and then he gets stopped. The guy gets stopped. And then you, then you have uh, Austin Theory and... Uh, Chuckle fuck. Uh, Grayson. Yeah, Grayson sure. Waller. Yeah, Grayson Waller come out, and Grayson Waller grabs the nux and goes to throw it in the ring. Kevin Owens grabs it and then uses it. Yep. And then gets called DQ. Like, you don't see that very often. Mm-hmm. That's true. Well, no, because apparently that WWE referee actually has eyes. <laughs> Which, but I, I will, I will give it credit. It was a unique finish, but I did, I always just groan a little bit when they just enforce the rules out of nowhere. Yeah, oh, oh, it, it, me and a buddy was talking. We were talking about uh, referees and stuff. They won't see anything. Wrestlers don't don't care about what any the referees ever have to say, but the minute that referee says that you're out of here, they just they walk leave. out. And it's like you don't listen to the other twenty <laughs> times. You don't listen to them now and walk out. Well, because theoretically they can. It's risking a disqualification. The problem is you never see it, so there's no enforcement. And like case in point, not to not to shit on AEW some more, but I mean. Um, God, what was I think it was Dynamite. The opening match, Jeff Hardy and Moxley. They actually actually say on air to justify how much time they spend on the outside doing their stuff. The commentators actually make a point. The referees are relaxing the rules for this one. Why not just have a no DQ match? I was about to say something. Yeah, I said way too much in AEW. I was about to say something very well, mean. But, but in, in the same show, in the same show, they have the opening match where they quote the referee. The referee is quote relaxing the rules, and then they have a hardcore match for the main event, where they're doing the same stuff. Mm-hmm. That's the TikTok booking. I I mean it's it's true. Jim Cornette says lazy booking. We call it TikTok booking because the motivations are different. <laughs> Which, by the way, was happy to see RVD again, but I'm not going to lie to segue into AEW. I don't know how I feel about this whole swerve hangman thing. It seems like it's filler. Well, I thought they already had their match and they were done. No, they- no, no. They got to stretch this crap. I thought it was over with. <laughs> no, no, they just announced because I just on on Dynamite the uh, opening match, Hangman versus Swerve. 
to see who because faces they, Samoa Joe and the, the really freaking, yeah and the freaking huh. they went to a time limit draw. So now it's going to be a triple threat. Samoa Joe, Swerve Strickland, and Hangman Page for the AEW title at Revolution. And I'm just over here like, we went through three weeks plus of television to get to this? Yeah, because they had their death ma- their Texas death, death match and it was supposed to be done. Yeah, yeah. it wasn't. <laughs> no, because they're fall- still doing this crap. There's that following pay-per-view... Swerve was supposed to face uh, Keith Lee, and then Keith Lee could do because he was injured. He faced. <laughs> well, I I've, I've I've come to the startling realization. I think the reason we're still doing this is because, like, think about it. Who else do they have? <laughs> Kenny Omega's injured. MJF is injured. Adam Cole is injured. And. Brian Danielson just came back like recently. Who else they got? They should have just put it on Sting. I... No, no. They got a transition to tag team titles back to the Bucks. Oh, they haven't done that yet. I know, but you know damn well that's what they're going to. They don't will. even listen. <laughs> don't even get me started on what the Bucks are doing right now. I complained about it a couple years ago when they were doing the same thing, just a little bit different. It's here's you the thing that... about the Bucks: the Bucks can't act for shit. They can't. So when they're doing their smarm routine, it's just so fake. It's so when they were doing on being the elite, it was cute because everybody knew it was tongue in cheek, but they're trying to play it and it's just, it doesn't work. It's so contrived and just the young bucks were at their best. In my opinion, between 2016 and 2018 in new Japan and probably the first year and a half of AEW. I have to agree on. I'll agree yeah. on that. And then after that, it's just, and and it pains me to say this because the young bucks are creative people. I've seen it, but they, like many other people, Kenny Omega is part of this camp too. And this is just my opinion. So before you people eviscerate me in the comments, I'm not saying that they're bad. I'm just saying these are the types of people that their best stuff is when they can be creative, but they have people to rein them in. It should be like, Kenny, maybe you shouldn't wrestle a blow-up doll, but I'll tell you what, maybe you can wrestle this guy instead. You can do all the same spots, but maybe an actual person, a man, similar height and weight to you. (coughs) And maybe you shouldn't do this in the camera every three seconds. (laughs) Just, you know, just a thought, you know. Uh, That's that, as Forrest Gump said, that's all I have to say about that. All I have to say about that. All right. Back to uh, the Rumble stuff. We had the way, which was. (laughs) What everybody thought it was. Placeholder match. Yeah. It wasn't a so, terrible placeholder match, but listen, we all knew Roman was going to keep it. Now, yeah. I will say, I liked the finish. 
I'm not going to lie. I liked the finish. It made sense. And they pin AJ, so Orton or LA Knight didn't get pinned, so they have more say-so when they want the world title shot. Yeah. That's definitely logic. Well, I mean, that makes sense for right now because LA Knight is white hot, and Randy just came back, and he's white hot, and AJ is AJ, so they weren't really doing anything super-duper important with him at the moment, but at any given time, AJ can just... They can put AJ on a run at any time. So yeah, it makes yeah. sense that AJ would get pinned in that case, and I'm I'm that's that's fine. So obviously Roman won that, leading into the Men's Royal Rumble, which had no real surprises at all. Uh, there was only one surprise, but we but we called it. Oh, well, Andrade. Oh. Did we call Andrade? I don't remember calling Andrade. Called, I just Andrade. Oh, okay. Yeah, I, 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 I correct myself. Yeah, I forgot about Andrade. So we had one surprise. Yeah, yeah. I forgot about him too. And, and Sami Zayn came back at number thirty. Eh. And then we had Omos. Oh, oh, oh not Omos. Oh, almost a wrestler. Almost a wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> almost. Hey, every day he's almost more a wrestler. <laughs> Hell, in that uh, in that uh, Slim Jim Battle Royal, I was downright impressed. Don't get me started about Omos. Hey, he's getting better. He is getting better. But see here, they're about to they're about ready to book themselves into against a wall though. Because what do you do when Omos and when Omos gets too good? He won't. <laughs> I, they they can't because then they, they did it with Brock Lesnar and they learned their lesson. What do you do when you have a six foot eight, three hundred pound behemoth? That is actually a legitimate badass fighter. Like you, you can't bury him, even though they did. But like, you either have to, you either make it to where he can never lose, or you have to bury him at some point. And that's what they did when Seth Rollins beat him in twenty seconds. Was it twenty seconds? It was short. I maybe not twenty seconds. Maybe it was five minutes. I don't know, but it was short. And I'm not going to lie, like he beat him with the curb stop. I'm pretty sure, legitimately, if Seth Rollins or someone of his height tried to do that in real life to Brock Lesnar, I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar could have stood up. Probably. Not going to yeah. lie. I'm pretty sure Brock Lesnar could have not let his face hit the floor. So, for what that's worth. But my biggest complaint of the rumble my my biggest biggest complaint what storyline has been the most ongoing storyline for the last three years the bloodline 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 number one came out jay number two came out jimmy oh i actually liked that we had five minutes of storytelling yeah and then they didn't touch each other the rest of the Rumble. That's true. They didn't, did they? Yeah. They had five minutes of story time, and they touch each other after that. Yeah. Mania coming up within four weeks, five weeks, whatever it is. Don't you think if you, you it's the perfect opportunity? You, you got you got Rock back. You knew you knew you had coming in the next couple of weeks. You had Rock coming back. You do stuff at Mania. What about Jimmy and Jay? Did you? But for what it's worth, did you hear that place erupt when Jimmy came out? 
Yes. Like, like, don't get me wrong. Jay got a pop, but I don't think anybody was expecting Jimmy to be number two. Well, I think it got so big of a pop because it's like, oh <laughs> shit. Yeah. We got Jimmy number one, number two. Like, this should be huge. This should be something to play out through the whole rumble, but it doesn't. And then wasn't wasn't Andrade number three, or no? Yeah. Oh, was he number three? Yes. He, you know what? He had to be number three, though, if you think about it. Because who's going to survive? Who would want to go after Jimmy and Jey Uso right now unless it was a huge surprise that's going to get another pop? But, like, Jimmy didn't eliminate Jay, or Jay didn't eliminate Jimmy. Where's the storytelling in that? I, man, it's, it's the Royal Rumble. I just realized what I said is insanely stupid because a lot of a lot of storytelling can take place in the Royal Rumble. Like take again, take the women's Royal Rumble. They set up a bunch of stuff. <coughs> exactly. But so here's here's a question for you. Going back to Jade, where do you think she's going to end up as far as TV brand goes? SmackDown. Yeah. I, think- I initially thought NXT, but that was before the Royal Rumble. But I think I think it'll be SmackDown and where she'll end up. I gotta say, I liked what I saw from her in the ring. I am curious to see what her finisher is gonna be. I don't know if it's gonna be the same move as she did in AW Jaded, which I, I liked, but there were there were safety concerns, shall we say. Yeah. Although I don't recall anybody ever getting injured from taking it. So Nope. Not that I know of. Not that I'm aware of, which is impressive because, I mean, you've really got a split second before you can protect yourself when you take that. So your timing's got to be really good because she's holding your hands back for the bulk of it. Yeah. Well, I'm excited to see what kind of moveset she keeps from AEW. I think she'll keep... Yeah, I think she'll keep a wide variety. But if you recall, though... Here's the good part. All of her biggest mentors, except Dustin Rhodes, are currently in WWE. So that's that's very good. Yeah, you got Cody, you got Punk. There was a coach, too. Um, there was a coach that jumped ship to AEW, and for love of God, I can't remember who it is. Oh, but speaking of coaches, did anybody notice Serena Deev make a very sudden return to AEW television? I think I saw that. Yeah, she's sure. a she's a baby face now. I I didn't I I haven't been watching AEW so. And I I feel bad because I actually I actually like her. I just always forget her name. It's Queen. I know who you're talking about. Yeah, yeah, I've seen her. She's really good. She's very good, and I, I just I always forget her name, and I feel bad that I do. I just Me? but huh? Are you talking AEW or WWE? AEW because she had a match with Serena Deeb and it was actually pretty good. Mm-hmm. It's just a shame that it was on Collision and no one watched it. Which, to be fair, I mean, I kind of understand why that episode of Collision was a throwaway because it was the same night as the Rumble. Yeah. Like, honestly, it, and it, it's been a while since I'd watched Collision. Like, when did Collision just become dark? You're right, it did. Because that's that's all it was. There were like, well, were there at least four matches where there were local or indie talent? And I'm I don't mean that disparagingly, but like 
Hook had a 2-1-1 handicap match against some local tag team. And I'm going to be honest, I don't think they were very good because some of the moves looked a little rough, and I've seen Hook do them before. So I think it was the guys taking them. And Hook is this kind of enigma for me because a guy who... A guy who, when he, he's weird, because when he, he's on camera by himself, he looks kind of small. Yeah. But then mm-hmm. you see him in the ring, and he's actually quite a big dude. Like, he's he's thinner, but he's tall, and, I mean, he's not he's not, not strong. <laughs> <laughs> Got 15, by the way. 15 minutes. All righty. Um, so I do want to share with you guys real quick. I'll do my lightning round of stuff. Um, I watched... My first episode in a few years of Wow Women of Wrestling. It's probably because I don't know anybody there, but I'll be honest, I fast forwarded through most of it. But I'm going to keep watching it. It seems it seems very much like a glow ripoff, which I I read that's what they were going for. Oh yeah, pretty much is. Yeah, I mean they for what it's worth, this is very obviously uh, geared towards children. They call their wrestlers superheroes, which, hey, I'm not hating on it. Because, you know, WWE has superstars. WoW mm-hmm. has superheroes. But I'm, I'm going to keep watching because I know that AJ Mendez is involved. Um, pretty heavily behind the scenes. So keep an eye out on that. But I also watched the debut episode of NWA Power on the CW, which, wow, Tony Khan done fucked up because the CW was looking for wrestling programming and Tony out of loyalty said that he didn't want to, he he didn't want to approach the CW about ring of honor out of loyalty to time Warner, but time Warner obviously doesn't want ring of honor because they don't have ring of honor yet. Yeah. Tony, Tony, you, Tony, <laughs> when a television network asks you, hey, you got some nice wrestling over there. We'd like to get some of that. By the way, we're a major network. Over the air, free television that has larger viewership than any cable network. Nah, I'm going to give it to Warner Brothers Discovery even if they don't want it. And then Billy Corgan was probably like, I got some of that wrestling. hey look over here at me and they were like cool now I will say I watched the episode for the same reason as wow I don't really well nobody that I knew was on that particular show which I think it was a huge mistake for for NWA to not have their world champion show his face on the debut episode why was EC3 at least not doing a promo yeah I mean I have a I mean, you sent it to me, so I'm gonna start. I'm gonna start giving it a try. Yeah, I um, it, it was not, in my opinion, it was not a great way to debut yourself. Perhaps they were operating under the delusion that people knew who they were. Um, hopefully, <laughs> because there's 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 people in NWA right now that a general audience might know. EC3 being one of them. Plus, even if they don't, he's their world champion. Yeah. Like, he should have opened the show. Now, I'm 
I'm assuming they probably had something pre-taped. I don't, you know what? I'm just, my two cents. Even if you had something pre-taped, scrap it. You, you make a new show, scramble. You're going on the CW. And they would have known about this for some time. You gotta, you gotta lead with your best foot forward. And like I said, he not only did their world champion not open the show, he wasn't on it. Sorry, a cat just jumped up on my truck sitting over here in in the middle of nowhere and then looked at me and then jumped off. (laughs) He decided you didn't have any food. (laughs) 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 Okay. So, yeah, and like I said, I started watching uh, AEW from yesterday, or Dynamite from yesterday. Thus far, it's been eh. But uh, any any other wrestling you'd like to report, Hakeem? Not much. I have to, like, start back watching a little bit more. Like It's hard, man. It's hard to it watch. It really is. Like it's like, so many shows. It's like a second job. Yeah. <laughs> It really, it really is. But I remember, you know, what's funny though, is I remember back to, like I said, between about 2014 to 2019, like, I think that was the best wrestling's ever been. going to be totally honest. What years? Between like 2014 and 2019. Um, Okay. Okay. I take, I take that back. It's not the best wrestling's ever been outside of WWE. It's the best wrestling has ever been for a very, Mm. very, very long time. Certainly as long Mm. as I've been alive. Because WWE mm-hmm. was the shits minus NXT. Yeah. But if you're talking like NXT, yeah. New Japan, Ring of Honor, Lucha Underground, even NWA towards the latter part there when Nick Aldis was champion, and then you got All In, and then the beginnings of AEW, like it was a really exciting time, but there was a lot of wrestling on TV. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you're not going to not watch Raw and SmackDown at least every once in a while, although I skipped a fair bit of episodes now that I think of it. But yeah, it's it's similar to today. But yeah, it's just it's so much wrestling. I know sometimes I have to make choices. I have to make difficult choices. And I used to say, "Screw it, I don't need to watch Raw." Now I'm like, "Well, I gotta watch Raw." <laughs> yeah. So I usually, I usually, I usually make sure I try to get at least Raw, Dynamite, and SmackDown. Everything else is kind of like optional. Well, I mean, you got <clears throat> Mondays is Raw. Tuesdays NXT, Wednesdays is Dynamite, Thursdays is uh I think TNA is Thursday. I think TNA is Thursday, and then Friday you got SmackDown. Saturday you got Collision. Yeah, Nothing and I, I think I, know of. I think NWA is on Mondays, which would be a mistake. <laughs> Very. Yeah, I don't recall. No, wait. What day was the sixth? Because that was their debut episode. Oh, so no, NWA is on Tuesdays. Tuesday. Oh, okay. Okay, so that's at least smart. Which actually, they wouldn't have had any say on that. That would have been the CW. But yeah, let's. Uh, and I will say this about NWA. I know it's it's not my cup of tea. I just really don't like. I don't like studio wrestling. It I seems. Don't I can't get into it. It seems so small, right? Hmm. I know, I know really there does. are people. I know there are people that love it. And they love studio wrestling. I personally, mm. but hey, maybe I'll give I'll give it a shot. I know you can't fall in love with a wrestling promotion in one week because, you sh- even if especially if you're starting fresh, you just don't know anybody. 
but we shall see. And by and by God, AEW. So the the major announcement for those who don't know is that in five weeks, AEW is going to Boston, Boston. for for big business. And for those who aren't aware, Mercedes Monet is originally from Boston. And they've pretty much said that that's going to be her debut. Big business. Oh, yeah. The boss. So hopefully she has a better debut in AEW than she did in New Japan. (laughs) I felt so bad for her when that. And I'm not again, I'm not cutting her up because it can happen to anyone. But I was just like, oh, no. I don't know what was worse, the actual wrestling part or her hair. You know what? I'm not going to hate on the hair. She made a bold choice. It didn't work, but I'm going to I'm going to respect the choice. And you got to admit, that would have been hard to pull, that would have been hard to pull off. So, I mean, props to the props to the stylist, although I got to they I for the love, I hope they're wigs because if that's her actual hair, she's going to be bald by the time she's 40. <laughs> they got to be wigs. Please. Oh, buddy. So anybody have anything else to add or shall we commence with the lead out? You know, I, I really I really just don't have anything else to say right now. Well, this is supposed to be a recap, <laughs> damn it. Oh, yeah. Uh, one more update. Vince McMahon's a piece of shit. Yeah, we kind of already knew that, though. For, for those who didn't already know. <laughs> <laughs> he is a piece of shit or, or he... No, okay, no, I'll be... no. <laughs> I'll, I'll, leave, I'll leave that one alone. <laughs> <laughs> I have my boots on because shit's getting deep. <laughs> I oh god, I cannot believe when I when I uh when I heard about Did you that. Read the text. I saw some of them. I'm I don't want to <laughs> read it. I don't want to read this stuff. I'm just dumbfounded. Like he's such a shitty person. Yeah. I will say this much though. I'm like consenting adults do whatever the hell you want but like i don't even know how to describe i don't have the words to like i mean you can shit in one hand and shit the other and see what fills up fast bitch's case is on the chest no it wasn't the chest i I no it was the face the head the head rather the head Yeah, I'm not making this up. Oh, oh that made it even worse. I yeah. I places the chest. Yeah, I, I you know chest. I would I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if there were multiple shits. <laughs> you know, I heard of raining cat and dogs. I didn't heard of raining herds and dilt. Never mind. Well, I mean, <laughs> what happens in Titan Tower stays in Titan Tower. <laughs> <laughs> so so long as you sign a three million dollar NDA, apparently, until, like, oh my god. What I can't fathom is the fact that this is not the only person. There's more that we yeah, just don't know about more. yet. I mean, we're talking potentially decades of payoffs, decades of decadence. Edge mm-hmm. only had one. <laughs> Now, speaking of Edge, how how far the mighty have fallen, huh? Oh, yeah. 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 It's kind of sad. Yeah. 
on this day, I don't see clearly. Oh, Tony Khan certainly doesn't. But again, once again, he got his action figure and he got to have his, oh, we're going to call him the rated R superstar. Because <laughs> the WWE didn't trademark that. Adam Copeland. Thanks, guys. Alrighty, well, with that in mind, be sure to check out the next episode of Down the Middle for that special announcement. But ours is actually a very special announcement, so. But anyway, this is, what? Oh, I was doing a sound effects. Oh. Special, 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 special. Announcement. <laughs> what? Yeah. Alrighty. Well, this has been Down the Middle. Thank you for joining us. As always, please like, share, and subscribe. Check out the other podcasts on the RTA Podcast Network. And as always, watch wrestling. Comment, tell your friends. And uh, welcome, Hakeem. Thank you. <laughs> maybe maybe next time the, the world will get to see what you look like. But until then, they, sure. they can't see you. <laughs> it's been fun. I know damn well that's not Mr. Patriot. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's perfect exit.